Welcome to the Transform Sales Podcast, where forward-thinking business leaders come to share their experiences and ideas, learn from each other, and amplify their results together. Hey guys, it's Amir Ryder with the Transform Sales Podcast. I'm here with my guest and good friend, Mike Farrell, CEO of Greenleads. Mike, what is up, man? How are you? I'm great, Amir. How have you been? I've been good. I'm, I'm excited to have you on the call because you are what I would consider an OG, original gangster in the outsourced sales industry. You are the COO. You ran operations for buy appointment only, one of the, one of the, other, uh, one of the other shops out there. And then you, you successfully um, went on to run Green Leads. So a lot to learn from you, man. Thank you for joining. Super, super to be here. So I, I got many questions, but I want to start off with the people listening to this podcast. So people listening to this podcast are oftentimes first-time buyers of sales services, B2B sales, lead gen services. Sometimes they are repeat buyers who have been victimized by themselves and it failed and now they're coming back because they know that even hiring SDRs internally is not a uh, walk in the park. And the idea here is that anybody who's listening here to kind of listen not to all of the awesome buzzwords that people throw out there, but literally the mistakes that people make. Because as we know, I, you know, we learn more from the mistakes than we do the positive stuff. But we, we live in a society where we glorify the wins, but we don't glorify the losses that got us to the wins, right? So I'll start off by maybe before that, how did you get into outsource sales and, and why are you still here? If you're crazy, tell us about that. Yep. <clears throat> well, so the first 20 years of my career, I was uh, in the um, uh, computer reseller channel, right? So, um, and uh, yeah, so I, I ended up in 2003, so 20 years ago, um, you know, I was with a, a public publicly traded uh, reseller prior, and I just got, you know, the rat race of the publicly traded uh, company back then uh, was, uh, and I just wanted to go into more of a startup, so I joined by appointment only as a chief operating officer when it was uh, in those those first few few years of its uh, infancy. So, and we grew it uh, over the, my tenure there, fifteen years, and then I left uh, and joined up with my uh, couple friends that used to work for me back back at BIO. I remember. Yeah, and uh, came over to Greenleads uh, to to uh, be CEO here. So I, I love the fact that you can you can you can be both leader, owner, uh, employee. Like that's a lot of people don't have the I, I would say, like willingness or or a lot of people can't do that. And I think when you told me I liked it because I was like I, I know I can do that. I'm trying my I'm trying my hardest to get myself fired and find a, find someone to replace me. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> God willing, that'll, that'll happen. Well, during those days, um, you know, maybe we could like like not get too deep into it, but like. Was there a mistake that buyers are making back in the day with buy appointment only that, that they're still doing today that just hasn't changed? It's been around 15 years. Like these buyers are doing the same thing. And if they adjusted their behavior, the, the output that they would get, which is usually ROS, return on sales, right? Qualified meetings would be higher because that's ultimately what they want. And that's really aligned with what sales agencies want, right? Like, like you want to deliver meetings, right? So wh what are they doing? What, what kind of behavior have you seen? Well, I think the first first thing is is people have to understand their where they are in the, the where their technology. All of our clients are technology firms, right? So, um, in the technology industry, software tech, tech space, you got to know where your product is in the adoption curve, right? And a lot of people don't really realize, you know, where their product is adoption adoption curve. So, if, if they'll come in and say, 
oh, we want BANT meetings when they're in the very early part of the uh, nascent part of their product category. No one even knows what their product is, what their category is. They don't have market is. validation. They yeah, don't have market so, validation. So, so in, in that early, you know, it's, it's the bell curve, right? So it's it's that very early stage. There's very few people that are going to, Going to take a plunge in in, in um, on on your technology, uh, and by the way, there is no defined category. You're not recognized by Gartner or Forrester yet, so there is no buddy that has a budgeted project, right? There's business challenges that your customers have. There's business problems they got to solve, and you have to, you know, that's that's what you have to go with is is try to try to find out where the business challenges and problems are, and then they'll be interested in hearing about your solution. Well, let's, let's unwrap that because it's deeper. It's even deeper, right? I asked you how you started a career. You talked about, you talked about working for technology resellers and partnerships, right? So I think you had a good, very good position from that point on to see the difference between a leader in a category and a laggard in a category and a person who is not in a category, right? Um, I love your focus on, on, on software technology. It's our focus as well. And that makes, it, it makes a lot of sense because I've been interviewing a lot of leaders on the show and nobody really says it. No one really says that they need to run a market validation campaign, but they're looking for ROI. Nobody's saying that on these podcasts, but they're saying it without saying it, which is to me almost a category in outsource sales that is missing. Like there needs to be a category for market validation because that's a repeated but the repeated cycle that's happening is that people inherently believe that it's easier to hire in-house teams or W2s, then they don't have the market validation. So then they hire an outsourced company. They didn't fix the problem of an market validation. And if anything, their budget and timeline is now compressed. So they're more anxious to get results faster. Um, do you think as leaders in this industry, we have an opportunity to create a segmentation in outboard sound sales where it's market validation or ROS, or can you mix the both? How do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, there's a byproduct of any uh, SDR campaign that you're going to, you're going to get all this great intelligence, kind of a on the street intelligence information about talking to clients or prospects, right. And what their objections are, what their, what their, uh, what is not resonating versus what is resonating. Um, and uh, see, so we, we, tr we tried to try to feed that, feed that back to the clients. So they're, they're seeing that benefit of all that information that they're not going to be able to get otherwise, unless you start talking to the market and talking to the, the and some, sometimes we've gone after a specific industry or a specific title persona. And also all of a sudden it's like, boop, you know, we got to pivot. This is, this is not working. Yeah, we thought they wanted it. They don't want it. Right. Or there's no problem to solve. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my question to you is, do you feel that it's an uncomfortable conversation to have? Because when companies want to hire an outsourced sales organization, they want leads now, they need revenue now. Do you think it's uncomfortable or, to tell somebody, actually, you need a market validation campaign? And do you think there's a fear? in the industry where if you tell people the truth, they will go to somebody else and hire them? Yeah, we're very, we're very transparent um, with, with anybody we talk to and, and be try to be consultative, right? Cause we just want to take someone's money and, and then, you know, disappoint, sure. disappoint. Right? So, so, so uh, 
you know, we try to give a little consultation of what, where, where they are, where they are in their company, in their, their company development, you know, and then, you know, try to get the best go to market strategy for them. Um, yeah. So we walk away from clients that don't, you know, that uh, aren't really, are just, uh, let's face it. Sometimes, sometimes they're, because of that pressure, right. I got to deliver. It's my job to deliver. Right. But if they're not ready yet, um, or, or we can't, we can't. Oh, oh I, I agree with you. I yeah. couldn't agree with you more. I think what I'm asking is, do you feel like there's this backwards reward system where the, the agencies that say yes, yes, yes are rewarded with a contract that churns and, and the, this, the you know, green leads been about 15 years, right? The guys got the experience, um, are losing deals to newer companies and it's hurting the industry and the buyer. Oh yeah. I, I think so. It, That's why it, I'm it. it happens all the time. You know, we, we will, we'll engage a client, a prospect in a conversation. We'll give them a proposal. And then, you know, you find out that they went somewhere else and then, you know, three or four months later, they're back. <laughs> you know, so. I, do I, I, I've emailed every opportunity that I've lost to a company that promised faster results. I emailed them on six months and 100% of the time they have failure rate. And then they don't come back. They don't have money, and they're almost. I guess they're. I guess they're embarrassed because I call it out a little bit too direct. You know, I think you're 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 nicer than me. I'm like I'm like, it's not gonna work, and I'm gonna reach out to you in six months. And then they they have too much pride to hire us, but uh, or hire agencies like we need through, through our marketplace because we're no longer a service company. Um, so it, 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 you know the thing the, the, what 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 drives me with this whole concept is is just the reward system, right? Like we're almost rewarded for 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 spreading fake news and bullshit these days. And and it's it's like you know Greeley's not winning a reward for the most ethical company that tells them the truth. And like I want it to be that way because it, it it what happens is that people are getting fired, right? Like because of because of lies, right? The, the sales rep, uh, the 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 agent, the the sales leader that hires an agency that promises results um, too soon or is delirious about where the company is. He's most likely going to be not there in six months anyways. That's why he's hiring the people that, you know, he's got six months to go before he's got to show results. He's going to be more responsive to the company that says, you don't need market validation. I'll make you 15 minutes from month one, right? Versus a guy who's like, no, like, this is the truth. Like, I, I don't want to take your money. I've said this to four people and they get pissed at me, right? So, like, how do we, how do we, how do we get ahead of that? Like, how do you get ahead of that? It's, it's, it's something that I've been challenged with because like, what do you tell your, their CEOs? Hey, you're about to hire a sales leader and he's going to go with the quick results because sometimes they want it too. Like how, how do we, how do we get ahead of that? Uh, it's a good question. I think, you know, that you, you can't control everyone's, um, you know, behavior. You just got to do what's right. What you think is the right go to market strategy. No, we'll, we'll put together, we'll put together a plan where it's an SDR with, with uh, uh, the intent lead so we can generate through the intent platform and and also some content syndication lead. So I, I call it like, you get, a, you get a cold list, a warm list and a warmer list, right? So, and again, the the, the content syndication leads, we call them uh, HQLs, we, and, and this is all done digitally. So it's it's all- um, An HQL will be highly, highly qualified lead for those that-, that Yeah, so the, some of the, that we can promote the content to them um we they'll they'll fill out the the opt-in form to be reached and then we'll get in there we can put some questions some custom questions and that can we can really find the people that may have the business problem right because again 
You're not asking a budget question because you probably, you know, there's not a budget line on it. Ask what a you're budget selling. for inbound. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's uh, you know, you're asking what are your business challenges because all these all these new technologies that are being brought out, they they have to do they have to be faster, cheaper, or better, right? Always. Or they or they have to they have to. Or they're dead. Yeah, you know, so it's so it's uh, you got to find the business problem, and then you go in there and pitch. Okay, we're we're going to faster, so you're going to everyone's going to be more productive, or or we're we're going to cost cost you less money, or you know, it's so much better that you're going to you know grow fast, you know, you, you're going to be uh, whatever that multiplier is. So um, you know, those are the those are the things you got to if you find those people those prospects. That have some business pain or challenges that you you can fix, then you can go in there and pitch your solution. So we 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 can do we can you know if you just do it all cold, it's going to be slower, and your your uh, you know the the percentage the RLS of, is going to take longer to the, come in. Yeah, the percentage of conversion to pipeline is going to be less, right? So so we try to do a blended approach. Do you think that uh, there's a gap between marketing and sales where they're like speaking different languages, but they're both the same thing? They're both they're both they're both uh, they're both zebras wearing different stripes, and they think they're against each other. And do you find that a buyer that is a marketing leader will get better outcomes than a than a sales leader that approaches green leads, or is there no difference? Uh, I think the first question is it depends on the company if there's good alignment between sales and marketing, right? If they're all, you know, I talked to a company, you know, a week or so ago, and there was complete alignment between the CMO and the CRO, right? You know, so it was perfect. Um, and they're both on the same page. They're both on the phone call talking to me. And, you know, so it's, um, it, it depends on the companies. And then you have other companies where, you know, you know, they're, you know, they're trash talking each other, right? So, um, so that that all depends, and it really starts at the top, at the CEO level, to make sure everyone's on the same page. And uh, you know, because, like you said, if 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 there's too much pressure on either one, right, they're going to start either they're going to either quit or they're going to start doing unnatural acts, right? Which is not good for anybody. It's not good for the ultimate goal. Which is the drive pipeline? Makes sense. Do you, do you find that buyers oftentimes make mistakes in the sense that they are adversarial to the sellers and, and more you versus me kind of mentality? Well, how does that look like for you over the years? Have you found uh, have you find any correlation to the performance that a buyer receives based on the way they look or or see the agency they hire? Well, again the, the the adversary. I think it's getting better as as uh, time has gone by, and, and that's been a topic of conversation. The the the, the coordination between sales and marketing. Uh, so I definitely think it's better than it was ten or fifteen years ago, right? Um, but better from like ninety five percent make this mistake to ninety percent, or better from like ninety five percent to thirty percent make the mistake. Um, I think it's probably it's probably uh, it's probably getting below 50% that are uh, dysfunctional and more. Have you ever, have you ever unqualified someone just based on like how they saw your agency where they're like, they're like, Hey, 
we just need leads. I, I don't want to know all the stuff. We, we just, we're going to pay you. We're going to, we want 10 meetings. Do you ever, you ever, do you ever turn down that type of buyer? Yes. Yes. If I, if I, also, if I don't, if I don't think yeah. they're a good, if, if I don't think they're a good fit or they just, they're trying to treat it as a commodity, right? It takes trained people to generate those appointments and, you know, uh, so it's, if, if they're just trying to treat it as a commodity, then, you know, it's, it's not going to be a good engagement. So we'll just walk away. Yeah. And I, I always feel like a good fit means so much more for B2B services like, like yours and others, because it's not like a product or server that handles hundred megabytes of traffic and you put it on and it's got hundred megabytes of traffic. It's almost as if they need to, they need to actually have product market fit. They need to have, they, they need to have certain things to qualify them, but they also need to have a mentality. To qualify them and education to qualify them and, and expectations to qualify them and and, and it, it's 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 almost in my mind it's it's harder to get a better match because you have to get all those things correct right because somebody coming with a good product a good the right campaign but if they're like hey it's it, it's it's you versus us we don't really like you guys because you're an agency and you're kernel like 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 how do you handle that right um, have you seen that before have you seen companies that have the right fit but fail because of mentality and then companies that have the wrong fit, but win because of mentality. Uh, yeah, I definitely think it could, I think you can, you can be successful. Um, you know, when you're, you're, you're not, uh, you know, you're not this hottest technology out there, right. You can, if you, if you pick the right go to market strategy, right. And then, and there's also the, 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 like you said before, if someone says, oh, I got to deliver in six months. Well, I, we've had I, we've had clients saying, we'd run a campaign. They say, well, oh, oh, hey, the meetings, we really had some good meetings. You know, they're, we got to, we got a X amount of them in, in sales pipeline, but we haven't closed anything yet. And we're three months in. I said, well, what's your sales cycle? Six months. Have the whole time. Of course you haven't closed anything yet because your sales cycle is six months. Yeah. It's only, it's only so, three. Can't you do the math? <laughs> it's kind of crazy. It's kind of it's kind of uh, crazy, right? Like how 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 are people getting leadership roles in publicly traded companies that expect ROIs on nine month sales cycles in six months? Like how does that actually happen? And it happens ninety percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's where does that come? Where is that coming it, from? What's that I, a, what lot, is that a symptom of? A lot of a lot of uh, I, I would say that that's the you know that used to be more commonplace now you know year, years ago but now there's there's some really sophisticated people out there so i think there's there's more understanding and more because i think a lot of this is has to do with the the dialogue and, and content and and you know podcasts and stuff like this that people are 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 uh really benefiting from i think i think the uh the vast majority of people now if you have that conversation with them and they say, "Hey, you you got to play. You know, you want to play the short game, but you got to play the long game too, right? But you got to you got to some generate some demand. You got to get some awareness out there of of who you are, right? Whether it's digital, uh, you know, it's you know, most of that's digital nowadays, right? Whether it be, you know, social ads, you know, programmatic ads, content syndication like we do, um, you know, events, webinars, you know." in-person events, all those things are, are, uh, take time and obviously a marketing, a marketing team to execute. Um, but there's a lot more, 
you know, a lot more marketing automation, a lot more sales automation. So there's 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 a lot more tools out there to uh, to give us all visibility to this stuff too. So I th it's it's definitely, I mean, I mean, you, you can you've been doing this long enough. You see, it, sales has changed tremendously in the past twenty years. You know, a hundred percent. And I think you've seen that content change from from twenty years of experience. Um, my only my only issue with it is the fact that I feel that the companies that have the high moral grounds that, that know how to say no, that really get you clients, I feel like they're losing deals to companies that are newer that say yes because of the culture we live in of wanting instant results and instant uh, access now, right? So that, I, think that's, I think that's my fear. I, you know, I, I have a lot of confidence when I make introductions via the marketplace to Green Leads because of your professionalism and your 15 years of experience, but I've noticed that buyers are are they're more even though they're they're consuming more content they're more into the sizzle than they are the steak mm -hmm. oftentimes um have you ever lost a deal that you're uh, uh, the right fit for but you felt like you lost it just because of the other company's marketing material uh i don't know if it's marketing material but just you know over prom and there's a lot of over promising going on up there right you know yeah. over promising and delivering and, and i think it's it, it's the buyer beware is they they have to you know do your homework right you know get get you know, look at some look at some references or or uh, you know get a get a really good um, handle on how they're gonna how they're gonna onboard you how they're gonna work with you you know um, but uh, and no no client comes with everything perfect right so. Um, you got to see how how people are gonna these each firm is gonna handle on you know the intake process and then um, you know execute and you know have that communication along the way. Well, I've heard so, I've heard I've heard some I've heard some people some tell me that oh they've interviewed other SDR companies and there's no communication once they launch there's no communication other than leads going coming over the fence. So how, how do you do that, right? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta collaborate, and you gotta, um, you gotta make some tweaks along the way. So that's another mistake buyers are making. They're not, they're not, they're not really fully understanding the the, the baton handoff. Right? This is a baton race. We're handing batons off. We gotta ask the person, did I did I hand that baton off the right way? What does what does the baton say about me after I handed it off? Right? Um, so it's another thing that they're that it, it's the ongoing, right? It's not just about winning an opportunity. It's about Winning an opportunity and then winning the customers for the opportunity you're there, and it takes a lot of communication. It's a it's a service that's a high touch service, right? So it's not a it's not this you know just hire someone and forget about it, right? It's a it's a high touch, you know. It's it's uh it's it's lower touch than going out and on um, you know hiring up your all your whole your own team, right? Yeah, because you don't have to buy all the technology stack. You don't have to come up with a training program. You, you don't have to do all the hiring and firing and all that stuff. So it's a, it's a quicker, it's a quicker, and we can be in market in two weeks with a, with a new client. So with, a, with experienced people on the phone representing a client. Um, so, th so that's, so that's, you know, well, that, but, that's the mistake buyers are making. Buyers are making the mistake of, not understanding what's really involved in an internal team and then and then falsely comparing it to an agency that actually you know it's like this is like 90 percent difficulty this is 60 percent but their expectation is become so low that 
you become in the red zone just because of their expectations? Like, do you, do you think that that's also something where they're not really, they're not comparing things apples to apples. If anything, they're comparing it apples to oranges and it's hurting them. Do you see that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, again, if they're, you know, if you had a, uh, if every client had a, a kind of a question questionnaire that they interviewed and, in, and in all their SDR companies, right. And you got a, a fully, you know, compared to apples to apples, you'd have a better, um, Approach, but not everyone's an experienced buyer. Some of some people and we we get a lot. We get a, most of our clients, our new clients, come from repeat repeat customers, right? They just they go from they used us. They were very successful with their past company. They're now in a new role, new company, and boom, first thing to do is call us. Is hey hey, that was successful before. We got to do it. You got to help me do it again with this new firm. So. Um, they're, they're more, that's the same, those, that's the same thing as being their teammate. It's the same thing as being teammates who are just teammates. Your yeah. teammates, your teammates now, teammates later. Yeah, but if, if you don't, I, I if, bet if, you that, you I don't, bet you that you've, I bet you, you've worked with people longer than people have worked with each other eternally. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But if yeah, that's a question you should, you know, yes. Do you, do, you, do you have any repeat clients that used you in an old company? Now they brought you on a new company. Because if you yeah. do, that's the, that's the person I want to talk to. Yeah, that's a good campaign. Yeah. What, what do we call that campaign? Friends and family campaign. Yeah, <laughs> we go friends, friends and green leads. Yeah, the friends and green lead campaign. It's actually a really a good campaign. But the second thing is to, to just, you know, I know right now the technology are your best buyers, right? Let's just say I was launching a B2B sales campaign. I'm in the search. I'm listening to this podcast. Who are your best buyers? What do they look like? And what can they expect to get from you? uh so if if you're a demand generation person lead generation person content marketer uh we have global reach for content syndication opt-in gdpr compliant lead generation to fill your top of the funnel middle of the funnel uh and then uh we have we can layer it in, in our intent platform to uh you know make those leads even better um, but we, you know, taking a lot of, a lot, I just saw, I just saw a stat from B2B Decision Labs, 80% of marketing content that's generated goes underutilized. And, oh, yeah. you know, so, so it's, it's, there are people are, companies are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars developing content and it's not promoted. Right. And then millions, I would say millions. Yeah. Millions. Millions. <clears throat> so, uh, and then on the, on the SDR appointment side is, is, uh, you know that's that's at the bottom of the funnel, right? You wanna, you wanna, um, you know, we we can onboard people and you know onboard a new client in a couple weeks and get people uh, a dedicated team of SDRs. And um, you know, again, our best go-to-market strategy is the SDR with the intent platform and the and the HQL. Oh. That's the best. Oh, I love I, I love what you're saying because you're, you're you're basically to be saying our best buyers are are companies that are. Sales and marketing are lines. They're one revenue department, right? And they've invested in content, but know they haven't gotten out enough and need meetings. You're not only going to be able to generate ROS on sales, but you do it in the right way of using their own content they made an investment in, getting it out there, getting signals. People will decide they want to buy sooner. So to me, this is why I like partnering with you in VoIP, Voice Over IP, right? Like I don't think we've gone too deep into it, but I know that in the past you've, you've had a, a, a I named the company you work with at, at uh, Bipo and Only? Is that allowed? I don't know. Can I, can I call them out or no? 
Yes or no? No, no, no. no. I know that Mike has worked with some of the biggest, fastest growing uh, voiceover IP companies in the world. We still are. We still are. And we match you to, to VoIP companies quite often. Now, it's kind of... Now, listening to you have this podcast, now I even have a clear picture of why, right? I think in the beginning, when I started with you guys, it was matched because you've had to experience those companies. Now I'm getting even deeper. It's because those companies are selling products that, you know, everyone's low price, low friction point. They're really marketing-led sales with, with, with people who have intense signals of when they want to switch their phone system, right? So now I could see why that would be a good match. I'm like, for us or for anybody, if you, if you do a big, if you're doing a big audit of your content and you're like, hey, uh, this is all unutilized, you're probably right, right? And then if you want to work with, a, if you want to hire internally a company to get that out there, it's, it's complicated because you hire internal people, they're going to want to produce new content, they're going to want to show their worth. That's, it seems to me like a big area. I think, I think, I believe that in the next six to eight months, there's going to be a lot of turnover of technology companies and, and, and there's going to be a more focus on um, metrics that convert le- less the metri- uh, abandoning metrics, which is a big opportunity for companies to, in my opinion, evaluate their content and, and work with a company like Green Leads if they have content that needs to be repurposed to get highly intent leads. Um, I, know, but I know who to match you with now, which is, which is awesome. <laughs> um, but it's very rare. So just to transparently to anyone listening, um, there are agencies obviously that have a lot of marketing experience as agencies that have different expertise. Um, the focus in technology and cybersecurity and the focus on intent data, I think makes you guys unique in the sense that you're in a way able to execute a demand gen and an SDR role with one, with one, with one company, right? At one place. Yep. Um, which is awesome. We call it full, so, we call it full funnel. Can you send me some buyer intent leads for people looking to hire outsource sales agencies and hire sales freelancers? I'll take some of that from you. Okay. I got it. All right. I'm serious about it. Mike, you're the man. I, 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 I look up to you and I, I admire your, 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 uh, I admire what you've done for the industry and, and you know, how you just keep this, this, this always professional energy, you're always calm, cool, and collected. Um, you're always helpful. You're always following up. You're always, you're always closing the loop of communication with the clients and uh, we, we love working with you guys and, and appreciate what you're doing. Um, for those companies that match your profile, that want to find you, where can they find you and how can they find you? Uh, they can go to our website, greenleads.com, and uh, they can get me. Uh, I'm, I'm very transparent. I, you go to my uh, LinkedIn profile, and you got my phone number right there, my email address right there. So but it's mike.farrell at greenleads.com. You're too transparent, man. You got to put down. You got to put away your uh, social security number. <laughs> Mike, I appreciate you. Everybody listening in, this is the Transform Sales Podcast. Hope you hope you enjoyed the content, and always here to hear feedback on how we can help you guys buy sales services from agencies like Green Leads uh, and hit the ROS to return on sales and the ROI that you guys are looking for. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Take care.